Another privacy flaw discovered in Google+. Social media overtakes print newspapers as source of news, and Google CEO testifies before Congress. It's Monday, December 17th, 2018. All of that is coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 345 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 345 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories Might me to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert, and here it is, the last episode of 2018. This will be it for hearing from me for the rest of the year. We'll be back in 2019 in full force, of course. But with that, let's talk about the week that we had. So let's kick things off with Google and Google+. So this week, Google discovered another leak in Google+. So it's decided to modify its plans to shut the platform down by moving that up four months earlier. So it was already planning to shut down Google+, and we talked about it on the podcast, when data leaks were discovered. But that shutdown was scheduled for August 2019. Now it's going to be happening in April of next year. And within the next 90 days, API access will be shut down. So if you're tapped into that Google Plus API, you might want to take a look at that. Uh, This latest vulnerability It had the potential to expose users' names, email addresses, occupations, and ages to developers even if their accounts were set to private. This was similar to the first vulnerability that let developers access private user data for three years. Well, this latest issue, it was discovered by Google's testing team, and it found, quote, no evidence that app developers that inadvertently had this access for six days were aware of it or misused, unquote. So, you know, it's easy to get... Uh, flustered with all this, frustrated with all this. I'm certainly frustrated with all the data leaks, but it's also worth giving some credit to Google where it's due. The flaw was discovered by Google's internal team and they responded to it in a pretty timely manner. This, But this also puts the spotlight on Google, which has had many of the same issues as Facebook. Maybe not quite as many, but, <laughs> but they haven't been put under the same spotlight over the past year. Google has as much data on its users, if not more, but its PR issues have been pretty paltry compared to Facebook. And I think I'm going to be talking about CEO Sundar Pichai testifying before Congress. That was almost a non-news story this year. When Mark Zuckerberg was there, it was the biggest thing in the world happening at that time. Issues like this, they put a bit of a spotlight on Google though. And tech platforms as a whole, like now the spotlight's even on them, which that's likely going to be a major concern for them as government officials weigh the possibilities of regulation. So while this wasn't a massive security flaw, it is certainly something that's going to make give lawmakers a even more of a reason, even more of a justification to give Google, Facebook, and other tech platforms a second look. All right, let's talk about news consumption. So, you know, print newspapers, they haven't exactly had a ton of momentum behind them as a news source, to say the least. And now they've been overtaken by social media as the primary source of news, according to a new report from 
Pew Research. Today, adults rely more on social media for news than they do print newspapers. Television, that remains king, is the primary source of news, unfortunately, uh, followed by news websites and then radio. So then we have social media and then we have print newspapers. So social media is not number one, but social media growing as a news source wouldn't be all that surprising if it were any other year. But, But this year, we've seen a growing skepticism in social media as a news source with reports of social media being used to spread misinformation and multiple outlets just being opened to spread blatantly false news. It shows that even though as a society we tend to agree that social media needs to be put in check when it comes to being a source of information, we can't shake the habit. All right, I alluded to this earlier. Let's talk about Google CEO testifying before Congress. So Google CEO Sundar Pichai, he appeared before Congress this week to address claims that Google was biased toward one political party over the other. They addressed how the platform approached privacy, and they discussed the role the platform was playing or not playing in China. So the hearing opened up with questions around data collection and whether or not users understood what data they were sharing with Google. Pachai pointed out that users are invited to do privacy checkups regularly and stressed that it does not rely just on its terms of service to to communicate to users what privacy they have on the platform. Republican lawmakers, they claimed that Google was biased against conservatives, to which Pachai stated over 200 signals are actually used to determine what shows up in search results, and those signals are based on user behavior, not Google's. Alex Jones of InfoWars, he even made an appearance yelling at Pachai from the gallery. Jones was removed from YouTube for abusive behavior earlier this year. There were also questions about so-called Project Dragonfly. This is an experiment by Google to find a way to get into China. And Google came under fire from employees earlier this year for the project because China censors its internet. Well, Google employees, they didn't take kindly to Google helping the Chinese government. Pachai said it was an experiment and stated that Google has, quote, no plans to launch in China, unquote. Finally, in a move that will instill no confidence in lawmakers, which I had to inform them that Google does not make the iPhone. All right, so this hearing, it really revealed very little about the inner workings of Google and for the most part, appeared to be posturing for Google not showing up at a hearing earlier this year that had attendees from other tech companies. For his part, Pachai, he really just stuck to talking points and and like he, he stuck to them, he knew them and really didn't reveal anything, didn't give up anything, and even though there are some legitimate concerns about Google's practices. But yes, lawmakers didn't get him to budge much beyond those talking points. The biggest thing to watch is Google's plans with China. It clearly has been working on a project, but that project has since been put on hold. So we'll see how long that lasts and if Google tries again, because it's clearly a lucrative market, but one that stands really against what Google claims to be for, which is access to information. They have to do that calculus, much like Facebook has had to. These companies, these tech companies, they tout a very strong, very wonderful ethos, but how they operate as a company, sometimes it's in direct contradiction to what they're communicating there for. So I think they're going to need to weigh that when they decide what to do with China or not to. All right. That is it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So Facebook watches attempt to 
hook users with nostalgia? Well, it fell flat. After announcing that every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, and Firefly would be available to to stream for free on Watch last week, the platform only saw 959,000 views. Watch is meant to really help Facebook compete more with television, and those viewer numbers were a bit of a letdown. To be fair, Watch has other shows that are far more successful, and these shows are still on Facebook, but the week initial start showed Facebook still has a lot of work to do to turn Watch into kind of a water cooler video destination. Facebook has yet to position Watch as a place to get television style content. In a bid to grow its ad inventory, Facebook is experimenting with ads in its search results. The ads are only displayed for a limited number of businesses that can opt into them in the ads manager tools. The ads display when users make retail-related searches on the platform, and because this is an experiment, the ads are free to run. This isn't Facebook's first foray into search. The platform actually gave them a try in 2012, but ended the program. Instagram Direct now allows users to send voice messages to their contacts or groups of people. Now, most messaging services, they offer such a feature, so it only makes sense for Instagram Direct to offer this as well. Uh, Next, Hulu is opening up its on-demand and live TV inventory to an invite-only programmatic auction. This will allow businesses to use Hulu to make more programmatic buys targeted to audience segments segments in geographic areas. And lastly, Instagram is testing what it calls creator accounts. These are for specific influencers and other high-profile people on the platform. Users, users with access to the creator accounts, they are going to have access to weekly and daily data related to their follower accounts. They'll be able to understand what may have led to increases or declines in followers. The move, it's, it's a perk for influencers, and it comes at a good time for Instagram, at least, because Snapchat is really having a difficult time catering to influential users. All right, everybody, that is it for episode 345 of Brave Bad World and the podcast for 2018. Before I let you go, I do love hearing from you. Send questions, comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. Rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think, and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at TWigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also check out braveadworld.com where I occasionally share my thoughts. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a happy holidays. Have an amazing new year. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.